Hi there, this is Huang Rei. Welcome to another episode of A Thousand Wise. Taking a hot bath during the current cold, snowy season is a great joy, isn't it? Of the renowned bathhouses in the Chinese history, Hua Qingpu, Hua Qingchi, usually pops into most people's minds. The complex is located in the city of Xi'an in northwest China's Shanxi province. Built in the early Tang Dynasty in mid-7th century, it was originally named the Hot Spring Palace. As the name suggested, it was a place where the ancient royal family could enjoy their leisure time with hot springs. A gate stone was the main construction material of the complex. The delicately designed rockery in the middle of the spring pool was actually packed with natural minerals, which was said to be able to nurture your skin and calm your nerves. One of the most well-known stories about this complex was the tragic yet beautiful love between Emperor Xuanzong and his favorite concubine, Lady Yang Yuhuan. Yang is ranked among the four beauties in ancient China. The favor from the emperor gained Yang the privilege of bathing in this palace. Bai Juyi, a renowned poet in the Tang Dynasty, recalled the love story in one of his most famous works, The Everlasting Regret. He didn't skip the scene of the lady bathing in the palace. She bathed in glassy water of warm fountain pool, which laved and smoothed her creamy skin when spring was cool. Today, the complex is a famous tourist destination where you can still visit that famous pool where Yang is said to have bathed. As a matter of fact, in ancient China, the earliest evidence of bathing culture was recorded on the Oracle Turtle script some 3,000 years ago. According to the archaeological evidence discovered in the central province of Henan, bathrooms and urban water supply systems began to appear in China as early as the Shang Dynasty, between the 17th century BC and the 11th century BC. At that time, the bathroom was called a Bi, and the bathtubs were usually made of bronze or timber. In the outskirts of Xi'an, Chinese archaeologists have discovered three royal bathrooms from the Warring States period, between the 5th century BC and the 3rd century BC. These bathrooms were decorated with ceramic tiles, and they were even equipped with drainage holes and sewage pipes. According to the Rites of Zhou, one of three ancient ritual texts listed among the classics of Confucianism, Bathing was more than just a personal hygiene issue. It was also a social ritual. Ancient Chinese social norms expected a good citizen to boil water for his parents to bathe in every five days. Meanwhile, he should also help his parents wash their hair every three days. Moreover, when visiting a friend, it was customary to take a bath provided by the host before enjoying other festivities. At that time, a decent bath practice had a whole set of rituals associated with it. 
It included using two towels, one for the upper body and one for the lower body. And people were supposed to shower with clean, warm water after stepping out of the bathtub before drying themselves. The bath ritual was concluded with a drink and a light meal. In a previous episode, we revealed that in ancient China, regular holidays for government officials originated from bathing. Starting from the Han Dynasty between the second century BC and the third century BC, the government allowed officials to take one day off every five days to take a bath, or xiumu in Chinese. For ancient Chinese. Taking a bath was also an art and a lifestyle. Body wash gel was essential for a good bathing experience. In the third century, Chinese people developed a bath bean, zao dou, which was a specially made powder in the shape of a bean. It was made from dried plants and flowers, medicinal herbs, egg whites, pig pancreas, and flour. It was said that the bath bean could not only clean the body, but also nourish the skin. The formula for the making of the bath bean was explained in detail in Sun Simiao's treasured prescriptions, Qian Jin Fang, a medical book published in the mid seventh century. This tells us. That bathing was seen as a key element in enhancing healing and health maintenance in ancient China. To start with, only the ruling class had access to the items required for a decent bathing ritual. The emperor would sometimes reward his officials with bath beans and other necessary items. During the northern and southern dynasties between the fifth and sixth century. It began to be possible for people outside the ruling class to purchase bath beans, making the start of a broader popularization of bathing culture. Starting from the 10th century in the Song Dynasty, commercial bathhouses appeared, making bathing a popular way to spend your time and money, and an entertainment. Commercial bathhouses for both male and female became so popular. They could be found everywhere, and this popularity paved the way to the mass production of the fat bean, fei zhuzi, a soap made from oily fruits and bath beans, which were widely available in most grocery stores. In addition, the Song Dynasty bathhouses provided customers with a back massage, nail clipping services, tea, liquor, fruits. And cakes as freshmen's after a bath. Su Shi, a great poet in Chinese history, was known to be a patron of such commercial bathhouses. He once composed a poem describing his experiences. The poem goes like this: Water and dirt were on a war. Soon they were both rendered naught. A message to the massager: Take it easy. Take it easy. My body is an illusion. The dirt is your imagination. From his poem, we can sense that this great poet saw bathing as both body cleaning and spiritually enriching. 
Most Song bathhouses heat the water by coal. But the people of that era also began to explore natural hot water resources. In the prosperous mid-11th century, there were over 40 hot spring bathhouses in the southeastern city of Fuzhou alone. When Marco Polo visited China during the short-lived Yuan Dynasty, established by the Mongolians, he could still witness the Song-style bath culture, where people got up early and took a bath before their breakfast. Nowadays, if you visit China, you will find that commercial bathing houses are an essential part of life and recreation. These places offer hot springs, spa services such as nail clipping, massages, shaving, and ear cleaning. In the more advanced venues, you can even find libraries, art salons, meditation rooms, and gaming centers. For many Chinese, bathing in hot spring is one of their favorite ways to relax and keep healthy in winter. And this is especially the case in northern China. No matter how cold the weather is, bathing in hot spring water creates an illusion that you were surrounded by warm sunshine. You can take a deep breath and enjoy the tranquility. At that moment, all the troubles and worries you might have seem to be gone. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you for joining us at A Thousand Wise. I'm Huang Rei. Special thanks to Lu Chang, who contributed to the writing and producing of this episode. We hope you have enjoyed it. See you next time. Bye for now.